Section twenty eight of Stories Without Tears. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. Stories Without Tears by Barry Payne. The Life of a Bubble. The small girl came out of the house with a well founded idea that the people inside did not particularly want her she had also with her a bowl of soap suds and a pipe wherewith to blow bubbles for solitude must have its solace she was plain but obedient good but gooseberry-eyed she found a clear ring in the middle of the orchard the grass grew long there the sense of remoteness was in the air it was desperately wild and fine there she sat down and began bubble-blowing the first two attempts failed the third was magnificent she gave a little shake to the pipe and the beautiful iridescent globe mounted slowly in the perfectly still air that said the small girl is a ripper the point of view of the human being who regards the bubble and the point of view of the bubble as it regards the human being present certain well-defined differences in matters of detail i have been since the beginning of the universe said the bubble to itself i exist now i shall exist for ever this present experience comes back to me as something imperfectly remembered from very long ago it is unpleasant to be so near a material earth nearer perhaps than i have ever been before is a kind of contamination it seems to throw a film of corruption over one luckily the feeling passes the material earth sinks slowly back into the abyss from which it has risen while i remain stationary and permanent the gooseberry eyes of the plain little girl watched the bubble very intently how slowly it rose would it clear that branch oh for a breath of wind to toss it high up that it might sail far away out of her sight and that she might not witness its breaking yes said the bubble it is so i observe even now that my unpleasant environment is fading away from me the girl with the gooseberry eyes and the indifferent cracked bowl of an advertised soap and the vast masses of uninteresting green leaves are sinking slowly back into their abyss material influences begin to lose their hold upon me i am now almost as fine and spiritual as i have ever been the only thing that really troubles me is that i cannot probe the mystery have small plain girls a use in being is there any purpose or design about those vast masses of green leaves is soap however advertised and however perfumed part of any great scheme tending ultimately to the help and the progress of myself or of my brothers the plain girl listened intently she thought she heard a voice she would have obeyed the call for she would have obeyed anything she had been brought up to it she had a dim and rather dismal conviction that when she went in it was necessary to send her out again but that if of her own volition she went out it then became necessary to fetch her in these were things beyond argument things that belonged to the great powers that is to say to the people in the house but she had heard nothing it was a mistake she was not to be fetched in just yet so she could go on watching the smoke from the chimneys came sluggishly up through the oily air under a hot leaden sky the bubble was far away just above the smoke not yet out of sight yes said the bubble i do feel distinctly better that nauseating sense of grossness which was caused by proximity to material things is completely passing away but ought one to be nauseated 
would not one be happier if one could believe that such things did not exist at all that they were merely subjective the bad dreams to which a bubble may now and then be liable in any case they pass as a dream an all-merciful destiny that designed the universe for the use of bubbles arranged that all right the burning sun of noon stole out from the leaden clouds its glory fell full upon the bubble a drop or two of soapy water flicked the tail of a sparrow flying below it it's burst cried the girl in a sad ecstasy a voice came from the outer and more civilized portion of the orchard where are you miss jane you come in this minute always where you oughtn't to be aren't you the girl who was always where she ought not to be went in that minute in the meantime the bubble took an entirely different view of the situation the poor thing had not the remotest idea that it had burst yes it said it's quite all over now i am perfectly myself again back in the calm distant ether which suits me best more than ever i incline to the happy view the things that troubled me the girl and the soap and the trees were nothing but an imagining end of section twenty eight recording by phone